Welcome in, everyone, to Yelling from the Couch. I'm Brent Humphreys, joined by my co-host, Gage Bertovich. Gage, how's it going? Doing good, Brent. You ready to rumble? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's, uh, Super Bowl Sunday is right around the corner, which is a great time of the year. Also, a sad time of the year. Yeah. Uh, wow. You know, as we're recording this, the NFL honors just started. No awards have been announced yet, but like you said, a sad time of the year, but also a fun time of the year. We uh, took the week off last week with uh, just the Pro Bowl coming up. So uh, since the last time we talked, uh, you went one and one in conference championship. I went zero and two thanks to Dan Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Almost picked that upset. Almost had it. Almost. You know, I was actually cheering. Detroit to win that and then I was like wait a second I didn't pick them all right cool I'm glad they don't win <laughs> we we both picked Baltimore although we were both rooting against Baltimore yeah and I had no problem going over two yeah and then I was like all right the lines here the, I mean 24 to 7 at the half things are looking great and then the second half came I think they're still sitting in the locker room waiting to come out for the second half. Man, the decision when they were down three not to tie it up and to go for it is like, oh, what are you doing? Take the tie. Take the tie. I would they're understand, like, if it was, I, I would understand if it was like regular season football, first couple weeks. All right, cool. Cause that loss probably isn't going to affect you too much. But here you are one game away from making a Super Bowl and you don't decide to tie it up? Like, what are you doing? I don't know, man. It was, and it was like six or seven minutes left. So, I mean, there was plenty of time. I mean, you you, you know, it wasn't like there was – I mean, even if there wasn't plenty of time left, I mean, kick the field goal. Either way, take the points. Yeah. I know he's done it all year. He's gambled, you know, gamble Campbell, but – at the same time, man, you got to be smart in these situations. Like you never, the Lions have never been to a Super Bowl. This is the first time that they could have made the Super Bowl, and you could have led them there. And uh, some of the decisions. Matthew Stafford's got to be pretty happy right now that they're not in the Super Bowl. Oh, I'd say he is the was the biggest Niners fan in that game, especially <laughs> at that point in time after uh, what happened in the first round of the playoffs. Man, it's crazy, too, because you look at it and you're like, okay, should have took the points, yes. But I forget if it was Josh Reynolds or Khalif Raymond, but one of them had two drop passes, drop catches on crucial plays. And it's like, yeah, yep. blame blame Dan Campbell, but also catch the ball, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could have been avoided if, if, you know, those drops didn't happen. But, you know, at the same time, they did. Just, you know, just take the points, calm down. But it is what it is. San Francisco and Kansas City will be meeting in the Super Bowl. Kansas City, you know, beat Baltimore and Lamar, you know, pretty much done what I figured Lamar does in the playoffs. He choked. Yep. That, and <laughs> That's the Lamar, Lamar story. Does great in the regular yep. season. And then I don't know what. He doesn't show up for the postseason take it back to his college days even anytime there is a chance for a big moment for Lamar 
he chokes or fumbles it away. Uh, he had a, he was going on to win the Heisman, and Louisville was in you know contention for a playoff spot and lose to the rival Kentucky when they were a twenty seven and a half point favorite. And Lamar fumbles the ball down in the red zone, and Kentucky comes down, scores, wins the game. That starts the whole choking history for Lamar right there, and he has just continued it on into his pro career. I don't understand. I don't understand it. He was MVP. What was it, 20 – oh, God, I forget what year, 2018 maybe? 20. I don't know. He was an MVP at some yeah. point. 29, and, maybe. Yeah, and he's the MVP of the regular season, sure. And I know – I know for awards – they don't count the postseason because you can't because not all the teams are in it. I know. Mm-hmm. But come on. Like, the MVP is a playoff choker. That's a real good title to have. Yeah. it And, you know, people's starting to get a little Kansas City fatigue, which, you know, I get it. But in that situation, you know, <laughs> it's like, no, no, not Baltimore. Not this time. <laughs> and Kansas City, I mean, the better of the games was definitely the NFC Championship game. It was more fun to watch and everything like that. But, man, Travis Kelsey, 11 catches on 11 targets, 116 yards and a touchdown. He had a monster game in that game. Dude doesn't show up for any game for me in fantasy in the regular season. But come <laughs> postseason, oh my gosh, we have, was it, three touchdowns now in two games and like 160 yards. I'm like, dude, you, you could have like spread that out through the regular season. You had one good game and then you fell off the face of the earth. What are you doing? Yeah, he's uh, saving all his energy for the postseason. Which, I can't blame him. <laughs> no, I mean, if you are going to show up, that's the time to show up. But, but uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, go ahead. But will he show up this Sunday? It's a great question, and we will see. So, that leads us into this Sunday coming up mm-hmm. on CBS 630. Reba McIntyre will be singing that national anthem for you, leading you into this game. The San Francisco 49ers facing the Kansas City Chiefs. It opened as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite for the Niners. It has been bet down to one-and-a-half-point favorite for the Niners. The over-under is 47-and-a-half. This is the first Super Bowl ever in Las Vegas. Gage. What do you think about this Super Bowl matchup? One and a half points is incredible. Uh, that's – I don't know if we you – know, I think we had a couple games that were one and a half this season. But I expected this to be like a four and a half or three and a half, even two and a half. But one and a half is surprising. 47 and a half sounds reasonable for the over-under. Um I think the big storyline going into this game is Kelsey and Swift. There's rumors that if Kansas City wins, Kelsey's going to be proposing to Taylor Swift. There's rumors that when will Taylor Swift make it? I'm sure if you go on like FanDuel or DraftKings right now, you could take a bet on when uh, Swift makes it to the concert. Or, sorry, to the, the Super Bowl since she has a concert like on the other side of the world on Saturday. Um, th- th- it's hard. 
Because you look at it on paper and you're like, okay, what's Kansas City have? They have a top top two and probably the number one quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes. You have uh, he had a down year, but still a top five tight end, Travis Kelsey. You have a really good number one receiver in Rashi Rice. You don't really have anything else. You have uh, Kadarius Droppy um, as like your number two. Uh, your offensive line, it, it hasn't been good. You have, I forget the guy's name. I think it's Joe Tooney that has like the most hold calls in the NFL this year going against a really, really stout um, defensive front for the Niners. Uh, on the Niners on, on the Niners side, you have Mr. Irrelevant, who if you listen to Cam Newton, says he's not even the 10th best player on his team. Um, and then you have the number one running back, Christian McCaffrey. You have a really, really good top two wide receivers in Debo and Ayuk. Then your tight end, George Kittle, it feels like he's had a resurgence of a, a season this year. So offensive-wise, I give it to San Francisco. On the defensive side of things, Jerry Sneed doing great this year, coming back to this game. Um... I'm trying to think of other players on the defense, and I can't. Uh, Carl Loftus up front on the defensive line. Very good. Had a really good season after going, I believe, first round last year. For San Francisco, you have people all over the place. From Bosa to Hargrave um, and everybody in the secondary. It's like, uh, on paper, I give the defensive matchup to San Francisco. In the kicking and punting game, Jake Moody, their rookie kicker for San Francisco. He's had a very down year. Harrison Butker, good as always for Kansas City. I would actually give that side to Kansas City. But when you think about all the rumors that have come out, do you think maybe the NFL will perhaps, I don't know, script or encourage this game to go in favor of Kansas City? Because that's exactly how I could see happening. You've had Jason Kelsey, who... Basically, he's retired. He hasn't come out and said it, but no one expects him to come back next year. If the Chiefs win, I can see Travis Kelsey going right with him. I don't want him to because he has a a legitimate shot at breaking the all-time receiving record for uh, tight ends. But if he wins this, he has no reason to stay. He's old. I think mid-30s, I think, is how old he is. He has nothing Mm -hmm. left to prove, and his body is slowly deteriorating. If Kansas City loses, Taylor Swift might break up with him on live TV. And I just don't see any case for a storyline that Kansas City loses. I want to take San Francisco, but I can't. I'm going to go get more fatigued out by Kansas City. Give me the underdogs. Give me Kansas City. And give me the over. You made a great point by saying that the NFL script may call for Travis Kelsey to be proposing with Taylor Swift and then for them to raise that Lombardi trophy at the end of the ceremony on Sunday. Is that the way the script's going to go? We'll see. The Niners are a one and a half point favorite. We've talked on this podcast several times throughout this whole season that the Niners roster from top to bottom is just talented. They had the most talent from top to bottom until they played Baltimore. For some reason, then Baltimore just whooped them. (laughs) Uh, 
you know, Brock Purdy is the third youngest quarterback to ever start the Super Bowl, 24 years old. Mr. Irrelevant last year. You know the story. He was behind Jimmy Garoppolo. He come in. He's played good. Played decent this year. Uh, you know, MVP candidate pretty much up until the Baltimore game. Then you got Christian McCaffrey who, you know, mark it down, he's scoring a touchdown. It just happens every week. Um, San Francisco, this is their eighth Super Bowl appearance, looking for their sixth Super Bowl win, which would tie um, the Patriots. And, yeah, this maybe there's another team. I'm not sure that has six. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Pittsburgh, yeah, they would tie them too. But, uh, you know, I think that uh, I want San Francisco to win the game. I'm going to be rooting for San Francisco in this. But the script says it all. Like you said, Travis Kelsey, he could go and just follow Taylor Swift around on the next tour she's on. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think that Chiefs win and Travis Kelsey ends the night proposing to Taylor Swift and they're holding up that Lombardi trophy and the Chiefs win their third Super Bowl in the last however many years, four or five years. Um, Unfortunately. But, yeah, that's the way it's going because that's how the script has already been written. It's going to be a Hollywood ending. It's a love story. All he's got to do is just say yes. I think that's a Taylor Swift song. Sounds like it. Sounds like it would be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, that's uh, what. Uh, what color do you think the Gatorade cool uh, color is going to be? That's a that's a prop. Uh, I think uh, my bet's on yellow. Oh, yellow, right? I was thinking orange, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I like the yellow Gatorade. It's I think very underrated, and it's one of my favorites. Well, well, uh, the. The last time these two teams played was October of 2022. The Chiefs beat the Niners 44 to 23. And of course, the last time they played in a Super Bowl was a few years back. Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback, and uh, Kansas City was down 10 in the you know fourth quarter, and they come back and won by 31 to 20. It's crazy to say that Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that his team had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Where is he now? Probably second string, at least, on the Raiders. So, Yeah, and who knows for how long that's going to be. The dude might not be in the league very much longer. If he's playing next year, I would be super surprised. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would be, uh, you know, if he's not, if he's starting somewhere, it'd be a big surprise, huge surprise. Somebody had to be desperate to uh, take him. I mean, maybe Carolina. What, uh, what do you think about the halftime show? I, I'm a fan of it. I like Usher. I think he's going to do good. Wouldn't surprise me if they somehow got Taylor Swift involved in that, though. That's what I was thinking. Do you think there's a way that maybe Taylor Swift comes down and performs something with Usher during the halftime show? I 
would not put it past them or the NFL as a whole. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they're like, you know, say Taylor Swift got there at, uh, I'm just going to throw out a random time, 2 o'clock Eastern, and they just keep her hidden. They don't want anybody to know. And then she just pops out of nowhere and starts singing Yeah by Usher and just <laughs> gets on with it. So there are actually some Taylor Swift themed props on DraftKings. Oh, no. Uh, it, it, one is called Shake It Off. Uh, 49ers to score first, but the Chiefs to win. Oh. Uh, the, today was a fairy tale. Kelsey to score a touchdown and the Chiefs to win. Anti-hero, Brock Purdy, 250 passing yards and two passing touchdowns. Mine, Travis Kelsey to record 87 receiving yards. Look what you made me do. Chiefs trail in the fourth quarter and win the game. (laughs) You know what's crazy about all of them, though, is I could see each of them happening. Yeah, I mean, you know, because it doesn't say anything about a Niners win here. It's got the Chiefs to win twice. Uh, Kelsey to get 87-plus receiving yards. I mean, he got that easily last time. And the Chiefs trailing in the fourth quarter and winning. It happened the last Super Bowl. Who's to say it won't happen in this one as well? And for Purdy to do, what was it, 250 and two touchdowns. Like, that's very possible. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be – I mean, if there was something on here that said, you know, McCaffrey to score a touchdown, (laughs) boom, that's it. I was going to say, definitely take that one, then. Definitely take it. Now, there's some long shot bets on here, too. Uh, Final score to be a score of Gami. Yeah, I don't don't know. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Position of the first touchdown score, quarterback, it's plus 1,000. That would be, uh, you know, Mahomes or Purdy to run one in or to catch a pass, uh, a trick play or something. A little Philly-Philly going on. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl MVP, any defensive player, plus 11,000. I, I doubt that's happening. Uh, Travis Kelsey's got that locked up. Unless Nick uh, Bosa has, like, two pick sixes, four sacks, and a, 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 a what's it called, a, a sack fumble. Runs it in a, a scoop six or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, scoop and score, yeah, probably, probably not, but uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl MVP to be on the losing team plus 3,900. Has that ever happened? Uh, it's happened once before in Super Bowl five, Chuck Howley, yeah. <laughs> And Everybody remembers Chuck Howley. That's only plus 3,900. I feel like that should be like plus yeah. 100,000. Yeah, it should be. Here's, here's plus 15,000. Predict the exact score Kansas City 24, 49ers 20. That's, that's possible. That's possible, but to have that score like on DraftKings, like as a bet, what do they know? Yeah. They know that people's going to bet it thinking they're going to win something, and it's going to be 24-21. Yeah, or 23-20. <laughs> yeah, something something works just close enough, but not quite. I feel like, uh, I feel like got, that score is very reasonable, though. Yeah, I mean, you see that score weekly in the NFL. Yeah. 
then we got uh, Debo to score one rushing and one receiving touchdown plus three thousand. That's possible. That's that's possible with Debo. Yeah, there's a you know that's some, uh there's coin toss bet up here too. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> heads or tails? I'll take heads. It's only plus one hundred. Tails never fails though. Tails has come up thirty times in fifty-seven in the Super Bowl. Wow, it's almost fifty-fifty. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Jersey of the first touchdown score over twenty-two and a half. Whoa, <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> so I mean, that's like you know, McCaffrey, Kelsey, uh, Kittle, Kittle, yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like who else? Uh, Justin Watson. I think he's like in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, Noah Gray. <laughs> Noah Gray. Blake Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Get all the tight ends out for Kansas City here. <laughs> That's incredible that we can name the backup tight ends for Kansas City, but can't think of one besides George Kittle for San Francisco. <laughs> that shows that we have had too much Kansas City Chiefs shoved down our throats the last <laughs> five years. <laughs> They're on prime time all the time. And, I mean, you know, you keep winning. Why not? You know, got to put the it, team in there. Is there a bet for first touchdown to be by an offensive lineman? Because I would so hammer that one. There are a lot on here. I will, I'll scroll through and see real quick. But, man, there's – that would – could you imagine what that paid? Oh, <laughs> plus 25000 or something. Yeah, something ridiculous like that. Man. Uh, but NFL honor updates. C.J. Stroud has beaten Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson, and Sam LaPorter for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well-deserved. Uh, I believe that's the right choice right there for Offensive Rookie of the Year. He had a great season. The only other person I could have seen it going to maybe would have been Sam Laporta just because he broke the, what was it, the rookie tight end record for most catches and most yards. But there's no, yes. there's no way it wasn't going to Stroud. No. It, it's a quarterback's award. Most, I mean, most of those awards like that, when you involve a quarterback, the quarterback's usually winning it. They should make it separate. Like it, it, we talked about before how the MVP is a quarterback award. Mm-hmm. when really this year, I mean, it's probably going to go to Lamar. It probably is going to, but like yeah. Christian McCaffrey, I would like to bet is more of a valuable player for his team than Lamar Jackson is. Absolutely. You look at, you look at San Francisco last season before they made the trade for McCaffrey and before they put Brock Purdy back there, they were missing something. And then once they got McCaffrey, like flipping a switch with them, and they've been a completely different team, a perfect fit for them and for him, and it's worked out, and he has had an MVP-like season this season. And it's like the um, the, the games that McCaffrey was hurt, and they had, what was it, last year, uh, Trey Sermon, this year Elijah Mitchell all stepping in to replace him. It didn't go very well for him on the ground. I think they still won the game this year when McCaffrey was hurt. But Mitchell did not do good. 
No, he did not. Uh. What do you think? Now, they have not shown the winner yet, but for Defensive Player of the Year, it's Miles Garrett, uh, Max Crosby, Deron Bland, TJ Watt, Micah Parsons. Oh, man. Oh, well. I feel like you already Deron know my Bland, pick. You're, you're going TJ Watt. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Bland – had a pretty good season interceptions wise, but you know, he also got beat quite a bit, you know, other times, uh, you know, he's ball Hawk, but, um, man, I, you know, <laughs> uh, I, just, I just saw who won. And was it, let's see. It wasn't TJ Watt. How could you tell? <laughs> I don't know. It was just a guess. Uh, <laughs> tell me it wasn't Micah Parsons. Nope. It wasn't Miles Garrett. Cricket. Was it Miles Garrett? Yeah, it was Miles Garrett. Really? Yep. The guy that didn't uh, have a sack in what, six and a half games? That was like my last pick. <laughs> it was Miles Garrett. I, I feel so defeated right now. That is so dumb. Uh, yeah, uh, man, I don't think uh, I don't. I don't know if I like that one or not. I, I actually, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> How can you go six and a half games without a sack and still win Defensive Player of the Year? Oh, his double team rates were so much higher. He wasn't dropping in the coverage either. Either. Mm-mm, man. Who was God. the other the other uh, candidate? Uh, Max Crosby. Max Crosby, yeah. Which I don't even know why he was up there, but I guess you do need five candidates, so. Throw <laughs> yeah. so a bone. The only thing Crosby had going for him was he had, like, 80 tackles or something ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, here's here's some more props I found on here. Length of the longest drive over seventy seven and a half yards. That's, that's a long drive. It could happen though. Uh, most trips to the red zone, San Francisco or Kansas City. Uh, time of first possession over three minutes fifteen seconds. Under three minutes fifteen seconds. That's a hard one. What will be higher, yards of the first punt or yards of the longest touchdown? Of the first punt? Oh, wow. What will be longer, the longest field goal made or total points? That's it. Where are these people coming up with these? <laughs> I have no idea. Will there be an octopus? Yeah. <laughs> Yes or no? Yes is fifteen hundred. No is minus four thousand. Wait, this is an actual thing. Yeah, it's an actual thing. Yeah. Will there be an octopus? What does that mean? An octopus is uh, where the player scores a touchdown, 
and they get the two-point conversion. I have never heard of that, but I because, bet because no. Yeah, you know, octopus with that, whatever. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I've never seen it on a bet. <laughs> I've never even like considered that. <laughs> like, I, I was thinking like, uh, you know, uh, the flyover by uh, the military planes in the beginning during the the singing of the national anthem. They just drop an octopus out of the the plane or something. <laughs> well, Usher, reveal an octopus at the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> Will little John be joining Usher at the halftime show? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, will there be more passing touchdowns or more field goals made? Will there be more touchdowns or field goals made? Uh, any player to throw seven passing touchdowns plus 8,000? <laughs> yeah, no. Any player to have 506 passing yards plus 15,000. No, no one's breaking that record. Any player to have 216 receiving yards plus 3,000. Whoa. Any player to rush for 205 yards plus 3,000. Any player to score four touchdowns plus 1,800. That, wow. <laughs> There's certain, like, these plus numbers that I'm like, that should be a lot higher. Yeah. Uh, here's one for the Swifties, number 22. Any quarter to have 22 points? 22 is a hard one to come by. I don't think that'll happen. Blank space, Travis Kelsey to score an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> what is that one? It's only plus 3,000? What? That's plus 3,000, but the one for just anybody's scoring octopus was, well, that's plus 1,500. Okay. So I was oh, like, yeah. he's got lower odds for just him. <laughs> uh, another another award update, uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Will Anderson has beat out Jalen Carter, Kobe Turner, uh, Devin Witherspoon, and Joey Porter Jr. for the award. You, uh, who do you think should have won that one, Joey Porter Jr.? No, uh, Witherspoon. <laughs> Witherspoon, yeah, that would have been a good one. Uh, Will Anderson did have a good season, too, for Houston. He did. I just thought with how much Witherspoon was doing on the defensive side that he would have got it. I, yeah. A lot of tackles for loss. Um, I think he had, like, three sacks, one or two pick sixes. I, I was surprised that he didn't get it. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's some good rookie defensive candidates right there, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, have, and all of those people probably going to turn in the stars on their teams, respectively. Oh, absolutely. Is um, Have they done the uh, Offensive Player of the Year yet, or are they getting to that? I feel like that'll be next, but I don't know. They're, they're also doing a, a bunch of sponsors right now. So I don't know. Uh, we've got uh, Deja Vu for the Swifties. Uh, Kansas City to win by exactly 11 points. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say 22. 
Uh, Fearless Brock Purdy to throw for 300 yards and three passing touchdowns and San Francisco to win. Plus a thousand. You know, that's very possible as well. I, I don't know if Purdy would hit the 300 mark, but I could see the three touchdown one. I don't quite get this one here. Uh, friendship bracelets. Is that a Swift song or something? Uh, friendship it's bracelets? It's friendship bracelets. Travis Kelsey or Kyle Juszczyk to score the first touchdown plus 600. So I did a quick Google search and I put Taylor Swift's friendship bracelet. And the first article that pops up is what's behind the Taylor Swift friendship bracelet trend. So, I don't know. So, there must be some sort of swifty trend with friendship bracelets. Interesting. The subcaption from theguardian.com is, The Eras Tour is about to hit Australia, and Swifties are busy making bracelets to swap with each other at live shows. So, what's fueling the craze? Uh, what? Why is Kyle Juszczyk uh, one of the friendship bracelets? Is him and Kelsey... Good buddies or something? Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would have thought it would have been Kelsey and Kittle, but yeah. George, George Kittle's an, an odd guy. He still, you know, he was on tape delay a few weeks ago during that game, which is still one of the funniest moments. <laughs> I, I love Kittle. Like his personality, everything about him, he's phenomenal. Like. It was a game against the Packers, and it was like one of the last drives. And San Francisco called that timeout, and he still like lined up in position. <laughs> Everybody going back like to get drink of the Gatorade. He still lined up in the position, and then all of a sudden, it's like the it snaps, like the ball snaps, and he gets up like he's ready to block somebody, <laughs> and then he stops, and then he goes over to the huddle, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh my god. Did I see that right? <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god. So yeah, he, he's got a great personality. And he's like he's always like you can see him like kind of looking at the camera every once in a while and he gives like a little grin, like, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> like right in the middle of a game. <laughs> so he's on I, a different planet sometimes. I didn't know this was an award, but the celebration of the year award. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what's going on because they only showed one candidate. Uh, if you had to guess, like at, at, from this season, who wins celebration of the year? Who do you think is the one candidate that there is? Celebration of the year. Um, uh... I, I couldn't even guess right now. It is the Italian stallion Tommy DeVito. Oh, is that the one that won? He was the only candidate they showed, so I'm going to assume so. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tommy DeVito with a win. Hey, wow. it, if nothing else comes out of his NFL playing career, he could say he won an NFL award. <laughs> yes, because there probably isn't going to be much coming out of his NFL career. <laughs> you know, if he's not playing in the USFL by next year, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Gold Rush, is that a Taylor Swift song? Gold Rush. 
question. Niners to score 40 points. It is. It was released in 2020. Uh, how you get the girl, Taylor Swift, to score a touchdown in each half, plus 950. Wait. Taylor Swift to score the touchdown? Did I say Taylor Swift? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Kelsey and automatically said Taylor Swift. Uh, like, Trap Kelsey. I'm like, wait a if, second. Taylor Swift to score is only plus 950. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, I would stay way far away from that bet right there. That should be like plus ninety five million. Like, <laughs> number twenty two has now reported as eligible. <laughs> Speaking of uh, twenty two, nope, actually he's twenty three. I knew you were trouble, Christian McCaffrey. One hundred and fifty rushing receiving yards plus one sixty. That you know what plus one sixty I think actually makes sense for that one. The way they use him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he could – yeah, he could get that. Is it over now? Kansas City Chiefs to lead by 14-plus points, plus 250. Is it over now? Come on. <laughs> uh, Karma, Travis Kelsey, zero receptions, and the Niners to win, plus 3,000. Uh, I'll take the, the no on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Love story. Chiefs to win. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to combine for, and it cuts off. It won't. Let me see. Well, Unless I put it in a bet. I, no I thanks. Feel, I feel like either way, I'd take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mastermind. San Francisco to win and rush for 200. Red, Chiefs to score 22 points in the first half. I, I don't like the 22 bet because it's like you're not scoring 22 unless something weird happens. Right. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. Like, you score three touchdowns and a two-point conversion. Like, what's the – why would you need that two-point yeah. conversion? Like, unless something – In the first half, yeah. yeah. Why are we going for two that early? <laughs> unless something odd really happened, I don't know. Uh, there's run Travis Kelsey, uh, five rushing yards. If he gets one, plus, I'd be surprised. Plus a thousand. Seven winning margin exactly seven points plus seven hundred. That's a fair one. I like that. The last great American dynasty. You're gonna love this one. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs to win by twenty two points. <laughs> <sighs> Today was a fairy tale. Oh, I think I said that one a while ago. Uh, Kelsey, a touchdown, Chiefs win. Yes, yes, you did. Two is better than one. Two successful two-point conversions plus 1,200. I mean, it's possible if you miss, you know, you go and miss an extra point. Hey, get that two-point conversion going. Jake Moody has not yeah. had a good year. Butker might get no. one blocked. Hey. Yeah. Anything's possible, I guess. Yeah. Wildest dreams, Travis Kelsey to score the first and last touchdown, plus 2,500. No. <laughs> so this must be another Swift song. I don't know. You need to calm down. 
that, Brock Purdy, two, 200 first half passing yards plus 800. It is a Taylor Swift song released in 2019. Um, that just sounds like something that like all the Swifties need to hear right now. You need to calm down. Yes, absolutely. And maybe my favorite Swifty uh, prop bet right here because of the name. You belong with Rasheed. Travis Kelsey or Rasheed Rice to score a touchdown in the first half. <laughs> Plus 120. Uh, I was going to say, okay. Only 120? I'd throw 20 bucks on that. You belong with Rasheed. I, I like how Kelsey kind of gets left out of the, the title of it. It's just like focus on Rasheed. But then they still yeah. throw Kelsey into it. Right. They add him in there. Like they added use check in the friendship bracelet for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's something going on. I don't know their friendship that, that close. <laughs> Neither do I. But, but like we said, I'm surprised it's not the, the tight end boys and Kelsey or Kittle. Yeah. Right. Why are you throwing a fullback out there? I don't know. This would be the game, though, that Hughes Chick goes and scores like three touchdowns or something ridiculous. Oh, yeah. His little check down here to use Chick and, you know, a fullback dive or something at the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I would really make that bet if uh, it's not going to happen. I was about to say something stupid. I was about to say if Kelsey threw the touchdown to Hughes Chick. But. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that would uh, that uh, would probably unless they put Hughes check on defense and he pick sixes Kelsey, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that one's that one's not happening. <laughs> it's a good thing you thought of that before you said that. <laughs> uh, there, there is actually gonna be um, it's plus ten thousand for a mid game trade. That sends Kyle Hughes check over to the Chiefs in exchange for I don't know Noah Brown. Plus ten thousand, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that one should actually be higher, but oh man! So the, on this on Fanduel here, it's uh, it's got octopus too. Uh-huh. <laughs> So it, it looks like uh, in my state, Kentucky, you cannot bet on the coin toss. You cannot bet on Gatorade color. You cannot bet on national anthem. You cannot bet on the halftime show. You could bet on the MVP, and you could bet on negative outcomes. Not being able to bet on like the coin toss or the Gatorade flavor or color or the, the over-under of the national anthem, that's kind of that, – that's awful. Yeah, that's crazy. The national anthem over under is ninety seconds. See, if it was Chris Stapleton, I would still hit the over. But I don't know what what it's going to happen this year. Uh, I think uh, I think Rebo go under. I can I think see. It. Go under. I think she's a faster singer, so I could see it going under. And uh, see, uh, one, there's probably not one for the halftime show. I mean, there probably is one for the halftime show. I just I don't see any on here. <laughs> you're, you're just not allowed to see it. That's all. That's it. That's why I can't see it. I can only see the Swifty bets. <laughs> you belong with Rasheed. <laughs> Kentucky has been taken over by Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's, you get no novelty bets, but Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> she she is your new governor. 
She's the new governor of the Kentucky. Uh, um, is this the Man of the Year award? Yeah, that's why it's taken forever. Uh, that that's not Tyreek, is it? He did not win Man of the Year. Did no, he? no. <laughs> I don't know who the nominee is for the Dolphins, but I really doubt. It's not Tyreek. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really doubt it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I would uh, think not on that one. <laughs> but it's so funny to say that because Tyreek's out on the stage right now presenting the award. But I don't know what the award's for. They have taken all the candidates for the man of the year off the stage before announcing who wins. Now I believe uh, it said flag. I'm going to assume a flag player of the year. So maybe a kid award. I don't know what's going on. Flag player of the year. I did not know this was an award. Maybe it's flag thrower of the year and one of the refs is going to get awarded. <laughs> yeah. Come on down, Sean Hockley. You have won flag thrower of the year. It's, it's flag <laughs> players of the year. Since when has this become an award? I have no idea. But, uh, wow, Flag Player of the Year. Uh, who won those, Gage, by the way? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce the last names, but the, there's two candidates. There's an Allison, and I believe the guy's name, the, the boy's name was Randall. Well, congrats to Randall and Allison on uh, Flag oh, Player of the Year. It's Allison and Ryder, my bad. Oh, well, Ryder, Randall, you know. <laughs> Close enough, question mark? Yeah, uh, it's NFL fan of the year. Oh, there's Speaking of Max Crosby, what an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. this I, I never realized how long and drawn out the NFL honors are. Oh, man, it should be like an hour show, and it's how long? I mean, <laughs> three? Let's see. It's been 15 Two. minutes so far, and we haven't even done Offensive Player of the Year. But <laughs> and, NFL, you know, MVP's last. Yeah. NFL Fan of the Year, Tom Grousey, I mean, if anyone else won it, it they were in the wrong. So uh, I got to <laughs> actually agree with that one. Yeah, I was uh, I was wondering if it was going to be a Raiders fan or something with Crosby. That's something I've noticed. Is like they they just do like random people for the winner, like people not even associated with the team. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Packers uniform here. I don't even know these guys. <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit behind you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Crosby just got done talking, so I don't know. We've got two guys on stage now. One guy's got a Packers jersey on underneath his sport coat, and the other guy's got a purple suit on. Oh, I see. And it's the Coach of the Year award. 
the guy with the Packers jersey on, he, he's Tom Grassi. He does he does like play by play streams of all the Packers games. Um, he's done oh, okay. It, he's done it for like all the playoff games. Um, he did, I think, uh, a thirty for thirty series on his YouTube channel where he visited each NFL stadium, um, raising money for, I believe, St. Jude. Uh, oh. I think he raised. Uh, it was an ungodly amount of money. Stuffed at like five hundred thousand dollars or something. Oh, nice. So, and, uh, and he's the only guy that I think should have been fan of the year. So, <laughs> yeah, it seems like he earned it there. <laughs> well, who do you who you got in this category right here, Coach of the Year? Um, I like Harbaugh. But I also like D'Amico Ryans. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to Harbaugh just because it's the Ravens. And we know how much the NFL loves the Ravens. So, yeah. yeah. I think Harbaugh's got this too. Uh, I would say, you know, Dan Campbell was a good one. But after last week, you know, let's just give it to Harbaugh. Or D'Amico Ryans would be a good one. Too. I mean, all of them's good except for Stefanski. Yeah, it gets the fans get out of there. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I could even see Dan Campbell getting it. I mean, the Lions did well up until last week, like you said. Right. And, I mean, it had a great season. And if you listen to his motivational speeches, like pregame, halftime speeches, he gets me fired up just listening to him. <laughs> yeah. like, All right, let's go. Well, I guess Stefanski won that award, actually. How? What? Wow. <laughs> they never brought him out, but it showed him in the background on the screen. Now they're doing the Deacon Jones Award. And you'll like that. I, wow. I mean, you will I like can... the Deacon Jones Award winner. Oh, no. Oh, you, you will like it. Uh... <laughs> I, what even is the Deacon Jones Award? I don't know. Oh, okay. Is he the only candidate? Are there more? <laughs> He's the only one they showed, so I assume that he winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> All right. Well, no idea what the Deacon Jones Award is, but we'll take a TJ Watt win on that. There you go. He does not come out empty-handed. <laughs> uh, it was funny. Um, I- I'm going to assume TJ knew that he didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. Bleacher Report put out a post saying he tweeted uh, an hour before he lost out and just five simple words of nothing I'm not used to. Yeah, he must have been informed beforehand. That's why he's not there to accept the Deacon Jones Award. (laughs) He's like, all right, Deacon Jones Award, whatever. I should have won Defensive Player of the Year. Let's see here. The, the Deacon Jones Award was created in 2013 to honor the legacy of Hall of Famer Deacon Jones, and rightfully so. Jones is one of the best defensive ends to ever play the game, paving the way for today's players. The, uh, the award is given annually to the NFL leader in quarterback sacks. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess that makes sense then. Well, it's like it, by the wording of it, it makes it sound like it's supposed to go to the best defensive end in the game. But let me tell you, that ain't Miles Garrett. No, 
No, it's not. But he won, and Stefanski won Coach of the Year, too. Oh, Interesting. TJ Watt has won this award. Uh, 2023, 2021, 2020. Wow, he just, it's, they're going to end up naming it the TJ Watt Award for it's over with. And the year that TJ Watt got hurt, of course he didn't win it, Nick Bosa won it. Nice. None of that <laughs> sounds like Miles Garrett to me. I, I did not hear you mention Miles Garrett one time in that whole. Or Micah Parsons, for that matter. Or Micah Parsons. Am I salty? Yes. Maybe it sounds just a little bit like you might be. I'm, I'm picking <laughs> up on a little bit of salt over here. I don't know. No, but I could never be salty of a guy that doesn't deserve to win an award, win an award. Especially a guy from Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, if, if Parsons would have won it, I would have been upset, but I would have been like, oh, okay, whatever. Cleveland? They don't win anything. Cleveland, Cleveland sucks. They, they don't deserve. They don't deserve a, a World Series ring. They don't deserve an NBA championship. They don't deserve uh, any type of NFL award. They don't deserve anything besides for the whole place to go away and just have the the state of Ohio restart Cleveland. Cleveland had the defensive player of the year allegedly here and the coach of the year. How are they not playing in the Super Bowl? Exactly. Have they named Comeback Player of the Year? Uh, no, not yet, but I'm sure we can all imagine who that's going to be. Might as well give it to Joe Flacco, too, right? <laughs> We're giving yeah. Cleveland awards. <laughs> now it's got to get more Hamlin, right? If Cleveland walks out of here with three awards, I might go cry in my pillow. <laughs> if, if Joe Flacco steals the Comeback Player of the Year award... From DeMar Hamlin. <laughs> we riot. <laughs> Granted, should Flacco win it? Probably more than what Heart Attack Hamlin should win it. But, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Joe Flacco's comeback was very impressive. But he did not die on the field. That did not happen. <laughs> did you see the other week? when I forget what show it was, but I think it was on the NFL network and someone asked him, do you like, do you think you should win comeback player of the year? Or, Hey, did you hear your name? Was it something along that? Did you hear about that? No, I had not. So Flacco, he took the question and he goes, you know, I'm very honored for my name to be mentioned, but I'm coming back from the couch. What am I coming back from? (laughs) I'm like, you know what? You got a good point. He's got a good point. Yeah. That's, that's a very like, good point. That's like if Le'Veon Bell come his uh, cryptic Snapchat post comes true and he comes back and plays for the Steelers, has a great year and wins comeback player of the year. What'd you come back from? You came back from the couch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, he's pretty much hanging out with us, yelling from the couch, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And here comes a pin and teller. There's Baker Mayfield on the front row right there. I would maybe surprised if he won come back. That's what I was saying. Maybe Baker. But what did he come back from? Carolina? Stop. LA? <laughs> Another Cleveland player winning. <laughs> oh, oh, no. 
Uh, I guess we're doing a magic trick here. Whoa. I don't know what's going on. If they took out all of these, like, performances in between the awards, it would be so much quicker. Yeah, it would be. Like, like, no offense, I'm sure, I'm sure the magicians are really good. And all the performers, it's like, wow, I couldn't do that. But this is the NFL honors. This isn't a talent show. They they just showed Sauce Gardner there, and he did not look happy at all. Now they're talking about Roger Goodell, and I guess they're going to cut Roger Goodell in half. I don't know what's going on here, but he's coming up on stage. <laughs> Wait, I want to see this. This will do us all a favor. Wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> Tell me that's is this real. Tell me that's real. <laughs> I, I uh, love when they, they show, like, the players during, you know, the, the joke making by the poster w- during certain other times. And it's like, they do not look happy to be there at all. I don't know if you've ever seen the clip from, it was the ESPYs, like, back in the 90s. And it was, like, Norm McDonald, And he was just roasting every player there. Like, he made a joke, like, Charles Woodson had just won the Heisman. And he's like, congratulations, Charles he- Charles Woodsman- Woodson, on winning the Heisman. He's like, nobody can ever take that away from you unless you kill your wife. Oh. And it was, like, right after like, all the OJ stuff happened. Oh, <laughs> it was like, oh, man. <laughs> and they showed Charles Woodson, and he just had a look like, oh, no. <laughs> he didn't just say that. Help me. <laughs> Uh, you did not just say that. <laughs> and you talk about like people's like, man, this is really awkward right now. <laughs> I, you want to talk about awkward? How about what was it last year, the year before, when Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith? That's awkward. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> oh yes. Be like, ah, that's gonna make. How do you, how do you say it? Will Smith just slaps me on national television with a big yeah. smile on his face. I'm like, how? Or why are you smiling? Oh man! And you know, if you see, like, if you watch it, like when he slaps him, Chris Rock for a second, like, puts like a, like balls up a fist real quick, and then like thinks better of it. Just yeah. split second. <laughs> Well, I love too when when Will Smith is walking up to Chris Rock, the uh, Chris Rock's facial expression, just like, uh oh, yeah, <laughs> this ain't good. And all of a sudden, wham! <laughs> He's that just happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, let's see what Goodell is. Uh, okay, he, he's under the cover right now, and he looks so much better. Well, uh, he's going to look even better when they open it up. It's, uh, it's Barry Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Hold on a second here. <laughs> there should be like a, a bet of how long the NFL honors last and over-under. Oh, man. And... <laughs> Like how long it keeps the players' attention because they look like they don't want to be there right now. <laughs> I, I love the the pan to the audience when uh, 
the the cover gets taken off and the one guy's like whoa wow that's really cool and then the guy behind him's just like oh okay <laughs> yeah yeah could we have just cut him in half or something <laughs> <laughs> I like that Goodell is gone, but you could have done something better. Right. And, you know, we we get Barry Sanders, which, okay. I, okay. I like, but, I like that he has, like, the, the robe on and stuff. Yeah, a little crown on his head. Yeah. Oh. If, well. if Burger King had a king, this is what I would imagine it would look like. <laughs> Barry Sanders coming out of a box. <laughs> <laughs> And here comes some people <laughs> for the next award. This, I've never realized. Like, I always enjoyed watching the NFL honors. This is painful. Yeah, this is bad right here. Uh... <laughs> we have been recording for an hour and three minutes. And I don't even know if they're halfway done. I don't think they are. Uh, we still got... There's about an hour left in this show. And we're now to the Offensive Player of the Year. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Then there's going to be other awards that no one's even heard of before. So, Who, who you got in this one? There's Dak Prescott's the candidate. I would say no thanks. Yeah, I'm good. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he he has to be up there, right? I would probably go with McCaffrey. Yeah, I would think either McCaffrey or Tyreek. Here's Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna probably win the MVP. Let's give it somebody else. This offensive CD Lamb. I mean, he had a you know, really Dallas good year. Has, he had a great year. Dallas had two players nominated here and still didn't win a playoff game. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. If he didn't get hurt that one week and missed that next week, he may have broke the record for receiving yards in the season. Oh, he easily could have had 2K. Yeah. If it's not McCaffrey or Tyreek, I'm protesting. Oh, man. Let's just hope it's not. Lamar. And the winner is Christian McCaffrey. I don't understand how like how can you not win offensive player of the year in Lamar Jackson but win MVP? That's a great question. (laughs) That's very interesting. (laughs) Now I know they have not announced MVP yet. We're just assuming it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Right. I think that's the odds on favorite. If we check DraftKings right now, it would probably be minus for Lamar to win the MVP. But But it's like, I've never understood that. If you win offensive player of the year, you should be 50-50 between you and the defensive player of the year for MVP. Right. It should be Miles Garrett against, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Give me McCaffrey. But if if Miles Garrett were to win that, oh my God. I don't think he's nominated. I I don't think, but if so, man. If he's nominated, I will go and unfollow NFL on all social media. 
That would be Cleveland's biggest win in the history of Cleveland. Not just the history of the Browns, but the history of Cleveland. History of Cleveland. Rock and roll museum. Who cares? Miles Garrett won the MVP. <laughs> there would be a statue built of Miles Garrett tomorrow. Indians won a World Series back in the 40s. Who cares? Miles Garrett won the MVP. It's number one. <laughs> if Miles Garrett won MVP, I feel like there would be several, like, uh, contractors getting a phone call. Hey, how much would you charge to put up a Miles Garrett statue tomorrow morning at 8 a.m.? <laughs> We're unveiling it this Monday coming up. Yeah. We're <laughs> right actually, beside the Lord James statue. <laughs> we're actually going to unveil it during the Super Bowl to get everyone in Cleveland to not watch the Super Bowl that the Browns aren't in. Yeah. With all the awards that they won, to, so that way you don't remember that uh, we're not there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you have your little awards. How's the Super Bowl? Go? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh... Well, uh, he's doing a – looks like wax on, wax off right now. Oh, man, so this – it's going to be a while for the MVP comes up. We'll go ahead and make our predictions on this. I've got Lamar. Who you got, Gage? I'll just go different. Give me Christian McCaffrey to win that. I like it, though. Well, man, Super Bowl comes up this Sunday. We've both got the Chiefs in it because the script says so. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't mind the Niners winning. Uh, I, I kind of would. I don't want them to get six. Yeah, well, I understand it from your point of view, but <laughs> man, the Chiefs win; they'll have four. That's still overall. two less than six. That, that's true. That is true. The math adds up. <laughs> just, just real All quick right. question: How much? How many does Cincinnati have? Ooh. Oh man, you had to throw a shot below the belt like that right before the Super Bowl, man. Absolutely. <laughs> what? what was that? <laughs> Completely below the belt, man. I, what? That, that ball just came out of left field. Oh, it, it was coming, oh, it, that was right down in the middle of the plate. That was like a meatball. I just had to hit that one out of the park. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know what? I'm, cl- I'm glad TJ Watt didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. At least we had a player win an award. <laughs> you know what? If Joe Burrow didn't get hurt, no. <laughs> oh, here we go with the excuses. <laughs> if Joe Burrow wasn't so fragile. <laughs> if TJ Watt would have just had 10 more sacks, maybe he would have been in contention. Yeah. No, no, that was Miles Garrett's award. Too bad. Garrett. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, man. Well, uh, we'll enjoy this Super Bowl coming up, man, and it's going to be the end of football season, and then it'll be the off season, man. And then we got baseball right around the corner along with the USFO. Yeah, uh, can't wait for a little baseball to come up, man. Ready for it. Almost there. Almost time for pitchers and catchers to report. Oh, yeah. Here pretty soon, actually. I think it's 40, 49 days, I think. 
When was the last time the Pirates won the World Series? <laughs> I can tell you the last time they were in a playoff game. <laughs> World Series, though? Probably, uh, I don't even know, 70s, 80s, who knows? Yeah, well, I mean, I can't, the Reds were, I just know the Reds were more recent than the Pirates. That's all I know. <laughs> when, to be honest, that's not really saying much. Oh, it's saying absolutely nothing because we're <laughs> always fighting in the basement for with the Pirates of the Central. <laughs> hey, Pirates started out great last year. The first month, they were like, what, 21 and 9 and first in the division. And then, oh. I don't know. Uh, and then the Reds, they were looking good. I mean, Matt McClain came up, Ellie De La Cruz, Spencer Steer, all these rookies. And then September came around. <laughs> and then you heard crickets. Yeah, and then that was it. Then Great American Ballpark was empty. <laughs> Got to say though, we may have a horrible baseball team, but we have one of the best ballparks in the country. PNC Park. Yes, sir. Mm. Wow. Hall of Fame. You know, I don't know many of those players besides Andre Johnson and Devin Hester. But well-deserved to all those people that got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, man, uh, like I said, we'll have Super Bowl coming up. There'll be baseball, and yeah, man. So uh, we'll catch you on the next one, man. Looking forward to it. Talk to you later. Right, later.